0: Best, you can be the king, come banging on your chest. You could beat the world, you could beat the
1: war. You could talk the guy go banging on his door. You can throw your hands up, you could beat the clock, you can move a mountain, you can break rocks. You could be a master, don't wait for luck. Dedicate yourself, and you go find yourself.
2: Hello, and welcome to season two of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman, and the song you just heard is Hall of Fame featuring Will I Am by The Script. And this is also the walkout song for the next guests on the show Victor Coronado, Mirzo Kayatov, and Isaiah Laguna. Victor is the head wrestling coach at Ellsworth Community College, and Mirzo and Isaiah are a couple of his wrestlers. Both Mirzo and Isaiah qualified for the NJCAA National Tournament, being held Friday, March 3rd, and Saturday, March 4th in Council Bluffs, Iowa. This episode is really about shedding light on junior colleges and how they can be immensely beneficial to wrestlers who are still developing, so I wanted to get this out prior to the tournament beginning, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy Victor, Mirzo, and Isaiah. You guys staying out of trouble or what? Tried to.
3: Yeah. yeah, they actually just left my house. Mirzo cooked uh one of his um it's called Pilaf. It's phenomenal. Yes. see well,
2: you need your food?
3: Yeah, you can believe it or not, not only can these two wrestle, they can also uh cook, you know, do well in the classroom. It's it's pretty awesome.
2: <laughs> what so Mirzo, I'm kind of curious, how do you find the food that you, you know, are used to in your home country? Like where do you find it around here?
0: How I can say? It. I didn't find. I just cook. I actually always uh, where I go, I just uh, cook.
1: When you wanna eat food from Uzbek, where do you find it?
2: Yeah, where do you find the food from your home country? Do you yes, find sir. it? Are you able to find it? No, nope. no. Nope. Like- in Iowa, we didn't find some place. <laughs> nope.
0: We went last year in Nebraska. Mm. We we find
3: yeah. We was find. Yeah. Liberace. Oh, yeah. In Omaha, and he, yeah. and in Des Moines too. You get it in Des Moines when you're down there. Oh
1: yeah. Des Moines maybe a little.
3: Yeah. Remember it's... we 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 drove to that one place, Mirzo. Remember we found it when we were working preseason nationals. We we oh, went yeah. to WZU, maybe, yeah.
1: Yeah. Remember when we worked that tournament?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it was like kind of like Uzbek food, but they like cook African guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we we think like kind of Uzbek, but it's actually no Uzbek food. They have cook you,
2: like have you African. had um have you had Casey's pizza yet?
0: Yes sir, of course. I have everything I have everything from Casey's actually,
3: actually donut. Yeah. So so Kelby, a little little side on him. He is um he's got a slight addiction to sweets and anything with peanut butter in it. So he gets around a donut shop. It's like I watched him I watched him eat eight donuts in less than five minutes once. <laughs> <laughs> it was impressive.
2: Where where do you get your donuts?
3: You like
0: Dunkin' Dunkin', 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 Dunkin'. And yeah, Donuts. Yeah, from and Dunkin'. Kinkies. And when I was it ate donut, it was in Dunkin'
4: though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Crispy Cream. Have you ever had a Krispy Crispy Cream? Do they have their them around Ellsworth?
3: They don't. Oh shoot! Okay. Yeah. Okay. So
2: what's what's going on, guys? Just training, man. Yeah just training
3: yeah we're training these uh like i said both these two young men um both have been you know mirzo has been ranked consistently at number two um all year isaiah has been in, i think his highest fourth but he's been around fifth sixth all year um we just had our national qualifier uh would be about a week ago um, both of these guys i mean isaiah is in probably the deepest weight class at, in the country right now at 197 um, and then Mirzo, um, he's, he's, you know, should have been the national finalist last year. Um, probably national champ last year if, you know, he's in the finals. Um, but the you know, the defending, the defending runner up, I guess, is ranked above him right now simply cause they, they've never wrestled. Um, you know, Mirzo lost to Christian Minto and tri- triple OT and that kid got tech followed by Christian Minto. So.
2: Mm-hmm. What, um, has it been difficult transitioning from wrestling, you know, out in Uzbekistan? I assume they do freestyle.
0: Yeah, it like, we was j- just only wrestle freestyle. I never heard about, like, uh, folk style, you know? Yeah. Like, no, like, wrestle. I didn't heard n- never, like, about folk style. I just come to here from last year. I just, like... um No, what is this folk style? (laughs) What what is like rules? You know, like I don't know.
2: Has it been a difficult transition, or has it been easier than you thought it would be?
0: No, it's like no easier, one (laughs) hundred percent. It's it's
2: hard for me. Do you sometimes when you're wrestling? Since you wrestled folks st- or freestyle for so long, is it sometimes just natural to try a freestyle move when you're out there wrestling? Yeah, I actually, I just
0: trying to uh, wrestle like freestyle, no folk style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i I training folk style, but I didn't like, I don't know, I didn't use folk style maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a little bit
2: hard. Yeah. So as a coach, like, how do you, how do you juggle that as a coach to try to make sure that like, all right, this is folk style. Like we're, and even like, I don't know if you wrestle with him, Isaiah, but as a practice partner, you know, trying to keep him in the folk style road, you know,
1: uh, I'll let Isaiah answer that answer first. And then I'll answer after mm-hmm. him. Go ahead, Isaiah. So, I mean, like you said, he does a lot of freestyle stuff. Um, and most of that's just like neutral. Um Last year was the big kind of, like, trying to get him used to folk style because he wasn't used to it at all. Um, so a lot of, like, the locking hands and stuff like that was hard for him um, at first. And then uh, some of the slams in neutral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um. And, and and just to play off of that, Kelby, as on a coach standpoint, um, it's just getting him to understand, you know, w- like you know there's an instance this past uh, you know past at the qualifier where you know typically in freestyle if you step kind of over a leg you're probably gonna be able to roll him through or score some exposure and he almost ended up in like a merkel position uh-huh. um so you know i'm I'm really preaching to him like hey, these are positions that they score in in folk style but not in freestyle and mm-hmm. he does a lot of um he watches a lot of video um he's very he's his mind's wrestling 24 7. So he's, I know from last year to this year, they, he primarily wrestled on his feet. Um, You know, he cut every guy, a guy chose bottom. He just said neutral this year. I think he's, I mean, he's scoring points wherever he wants to um, turning guys, ripping guys, heads off, <laughs> you know, just, just, just being, being wrestling that Uzbekistan style. So its it's been, it's, he makes it easy on me from a coach, uh, to, you know, standpoint, as far as like, Isaiah practicing with them. Um, I, I can't speak on that because uh, they they have some scraps. It's fun to see. So, yeah.
2: Well, let me just shoot it to you straight. Why did you guys choose to go the JUCO route rather than, you know, go straight to a division one, division two, Division you know, division three. What made you go the junior college route where you'd spend two years and then go somewhere else if you want to continue pursuing wrestling? Like,
0: I – already like I told I never know about like college wrestle mm-hmm. I like because like I really I I never heard about college wrestling in America like uh, they find me like from Instagram you know <clears throat> I just come to here like for surprise I I really I didn't know about folk style about college wrestle, and I just uh, like uh, wrestling. La from last year, it's my second year, and I will go division one for sure next year. I I didn't know uh like about division one. What is this division one? What is it division mm-hmm. two, division three, or NI, You know, I it's like for me it's like new world.
2: mm Hmm did you say they found you on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: they, they just like uh, uh, like from last year coach, he he just he was texted me from Instagram. Wow. You <laughs> know, he, he said, "Hey, what's up man? How you doing? Like, uh, how you interested for wrestle American college or something?" I it was at uh, that moment I didn't understand nothing. Mm-hmm. I just find a uh, one girl uh, who is the teacher and I say can you please like translate what he's saying what sh- what you want you know mm-hmm. but uh, she told me you want to go like for study and for wrestling in America I say yeah sure
3: <laughs> and I just come really? now, now Isaiah how about you what made you
1: you want to touch on that bud Sure. I mean, um, I started wrestling kind of later than most people did because mm-hmm. um, I didn't start wrestling until my eighth grade year, which is really only like maybe three months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't start taking it serious till my like my junior year. Um, I started talking to colleges my senior year a little bit. There was some some four year schools that reached out and stuff, but um, nothing too, too big. And then I had a couple friends that that we're gonna come here. Um, So we all kind of went together, but also I'm using this as, and was using this as like a um, stepping stone between the two, you know. um, I, like I said, I'm still kind of green, but I I pick it up kind of quick. So just kind of take the two years to learn rather than jumping right in. What made you
2: come, I'm always curious, Uh, why people like, so you're from Post Falls, Idaho, and you're coming to this little town, you know, to go to Ellsworth, was that Iowa Falls, you know, town, Iowa Falls, Iowa to wrestle where, you know, I guess what I'm saying is you could probably have wrestled somewhere closer to home. Why come all the way to Iowa?
1: Because it's Iowa, you know, (laughs) it's not Iowa wrestling style. True. True. Yeah. Um, That's the main thing. I mean, Um, I could have went to North Idaho college. They're like 15 minutes away from my house, you know? Um, and they're also junior college. I would have gotten in-state tuition and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it would have been cheaper, but, um, I wanted my, I wanted to get my name out there, you know? Mm -hmm. So I came out here for harder competition and to get more exposure Mm -hmm. and it worked out better than I expected to. So what did you expect? Um, Honestly, at first, I was kind of just expecting come here for two years and then go to um, <laughs> the highest division I could, but I, I, not once did I really think, like, oh, I could be talking to some Division One schools or anything like that. And then, um, you know, so I, I, I kind of came over here with, like, an open mind as far as, like, what I was going to do after. Um so I just came out here to to learn more, learn kind of some of that uh like Iowa wrestling style a little bit maybe. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously it turned out better than I expected. Coach Coronado has a lot to do with that. So
2: yeah. Yeah, he's probably brought some of his New York wrestling style to the <laughs> Yeah, that too. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um well I was what was I going to say? Um Yeah, because Coach Coronado, he went to Upper Iowa Mm -hmm. for some time and wrestled there. So I I wondered the same thing about how he ended up in Iowa, too. You know, it it, it was that kind of how you ended up over here. I mean, yeah, I, you know, having so many New Yorkers
3: on the team when I got to Upper Iowa paid, paid, you know, pretty. That helped keep me around. You know, a lot of people don't know. I originally came to Iowa, wrestled you know, eight weeks and I left, just wasn't my fit right away. Um, and then I got home and I kind of, you know, had some regret and, you know, obviously the out- regret will always outweigh any other decision, you know, in, in my mind. So I didn't want to have that regret. So I came back and um, it's kind of worked out. Um, you know, I met my wife, I'm coaching, you know, doing what I love to do and coaching guys like, you know, Isaiah and Mirzelle. So, you know, everything kind of worked out well for me.
2: Yeah. Does that, help when you're recruiting or when you have some guy who comes in and is like, man, I don't know about this, or I'm feeling some type of way. You can be like, look, I've been there. Like, Yeah.
3: Yeah. um, It does. Actually, I was looking at what between who will return and what we have coming in next year, we're going to be touching on 19 States. Wow. Yeah. So 19, 19 different states yeah um between our girls and our guys team there's 19 different states um and we're still um you know in that recruiting process you know we still have um some kansas kids and some texas kids and some florida kids and some more south carolina kids and some more new yorkers and um some idaho kids so um maybe a couple other other, others from uzbekistan possibly you know so we're touching on (laughs) (laughs) yeah So, so we're so yeah. It's definitely a recruiting pitch I use. You know, hey, I've been there. I get it. Mm-hmm. And we just stress, you know, the importance of, you know, family will come first. You know, kids get homesick. You know, so we'll do our best to make sure we can help curb that and and keep that so it doesn't get overwhelming for them.
2: Yeah. How do you, Marzo? How do you handle? you know when you get homesick or what because i mean it's it's one thing if you're isaiah and your idaho is you know it's yeah it's a plane right away but you're across the country you know so like how do you handle when you start to feel kind of homesick i'm,
0: I'm gonna be honest like uh, when i was live in last time and home actually like i don't know it was like wolf years ago or something, you know. I just, uh, when I was like 14 years, Mm -hmm. I just left and I live in Olympic center in Tashkent. It's like different, like uh, eight hours about my home. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: I live there like my last eight years. I just live there and training three times in a day, you know, like everything, everything is like same. I feel like same because like, I like live close, like in Uzbekistan, mm-hmm. but I didn't go my home. I just go to my uh, see family, like during six months, maybe during eight months, you know, like I learned, I just grow up like the same routine. I don't
2: know. Yeah. So what, so it's nothing really new to you to be kind of far away from your family, not seeing them as regularly as, as others basically
0: it's i don't know i just come like here like five months ago we will planning after like um, done college we will back like mm-hmm. i will back like for a week or for two weeks and i don't know it's
3: Simple. It's no like getting homesick. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling like this. He, he's like, loving it here. He's loving it here. He's, yeah. He he's more mature and grown up quick because of you know what he's been through and how he's trained. You know, like he was saying, he's lived at the Olympic Training Center. You know, right. but on the on the flip side, he spends quite a bit of time on the phone talking to mom and, and dad <laughs> and yeah. brothers. So don't let him fool you. He gets homesick still too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you uh,
0: did you heard about like uh, Dagestan ever?
2: Dagestan? Yeah. Yeah. Weren't they a republic of Russia and yeah, did it, Russia invade them? Yeah. It's
0: like uh, mostly like uh, wrestlers like mm-hmm. from Dagestan, Russian guys like from yep. Dagestan, everyone like 99% they grow up there like Dagestan actually like a uh, wrestling town you
2: know like like, Satyav. wasn't Satyav from
0: Dagestan yeah. who? Satiev. yeah yeah Satiev. yeah Satyav like Habib everyone like but uh, what I'm saying this I never heard like Iowa it's like like Next, Dagestan, you know, like, okay. Iowa, like, wrestler town, you know? Yeah. Like, e- everywhere, like, wrestlers, like, uh, I've been in Iowa dual, home dual. I never, like, meet, like, too much people. I, I was, like, been in Asian championship and world championships, you know? Like, I'm world team member, but I never meet, like, too much people, you know? Mm. Like, actually, in America, a lot of fans. Yeah. <laughs> I I never made, like, you know, like, more, too much.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, what about you, Isaiah? You know, um, I know Idaho isn't that close either for you. I know it's not across the world, but, you know, still, you got to probably get a little homesick and miss Post Falls.
1: Yeah, and, and, I mean, part of the the thing that helped me a little bit was I had three of my teammates – um, from Post Falls here last year. Um, and what's kind of helping, I mean, obviously, I, I make my phone calls. I, I make my my FaceTime calls, stuff like that. So I get to see them that way. <clears throat> but then I'll go home for, like, breaks and stuff, nice. um, which is nice that I get to see them. But then I also met a lot of people here uh, that work at, like, the college and stuff that I got really close to. So they're like a, like a second family here. So it helps me, like, stay at home um, and, like, you know, stay here and feel comfortable. And then, obviously, uh, Coach Coronado helps a lot with that this year, too. Um, another another family that I get to go hang out with and and spend time with and make me feel at home, you know.
2: Yeah. there's a, So I go to the University of Nebraska, and there's a wrestler for Post Falls, Idaho, here. Yep, uh,
1: Ridge.
2: Yeah, Ridge, love it. He's actually
3: good friends with Ridge.
2: No kidding. Huh? Uh, yeah, we went uh, to
1: high school together a little bit for oh, like so two years. High yeah, we went to the same high school wow, for two okay. years.
2: Nice. Yeah, he's uh he's kind of a character. Them <laughs> <laughs> so, Idaho guys. I know. I don't know what it is over there. I don't know. <laughs> I just, yeah. Anyway, um, so what other you know, just trying to promote junior college because it's just another route that that we all can go. You know, um, like like you're saying, Isaiah, just to like get your feet wet a little bit, you know, in the collegiate sport to make sure that it's even for you. You know, mm. um, I was just thinking that what other benefits have you known or have you figured out from coming to a junior college?
1: Well, I mean, one of the big things is like I feel like junior colleges are like super frowned upon now. Right. You know, um, there's a stigma, you know. Yeah, there's a there's a stigma behind being going to junior college and stuff, but there's a lot of like really tough wrestlers that come out of junior colleges that like, um, people don't really realize, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I wrestled um, Jose Valdez last year, and now he's going to to you and I, you know. So it's like you still wrestle some kids that like end up going D one or or D two or you know wherever. Um, and they make a name for themselves that way. And then that's where you kind of hear more of like the the JUCO route, but like, I don't know. I think a lot of people just like have that thing in their mind that says, no, I have to go D1, I have to go D1, and and um, I don't know, the junior college just kind of gets overlooked kind of.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I feel like it's kind of like a community college, you know, <laughs> like when you tell yeah. someone, hey. Yeah, I'm going to this community college before I go to a university. They're like, "Oh, I'm really? Okay." Mm. You know, you just it, I feel because I went to community college before I went to Nebraska. You know, mm-hmm.
1: and it's just like <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, and then and then a lot of people um, that do end up going to junior college and stuff. It's like we're saving money by going here too. Like it's a cheaper route. Yeah, you know so. And you still get you still get a soup like a ton of super tough wrestlers that that we have here, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, um a lot of times, you know, I talked to somebody on my podcast uh, <laughs> a while back. He was um he had all these accolades or whatever and he was gonna go to D one, but it just didn't work out. So we ended up going D two. His mm-hmm. name was Destin McCauley. And you know, like the pressure was on him to go D one because of all these accolades and how and and he ended up being really good at D two. And he's like, Man, I like there's just tough kids everywhere in D two. He was a national champ, but you know, like you're saying, there's just tough wrestlers everywhere is what I'm finding out. You know, state champs everywhere.
1: So well and then we, we wrestle like we've wrestled a couple D one kids this year already in like tournaments and open tournaments. Like mm-hmm. we get to see that that competition anyways. And like right. even if you were to go D one, you're still gonna end up wrestling this kid that they may have won juco, you know, it's Mm like, so now you get to see both kind of thing. I I mean, I like that part, but
2: yeah.
3: Well, and and to kind of touch on the saving money thing, uh, you know, we had a couple of division two coaches that have been in our room, you know, and have talked to our guys and interested in our guys and, you know, one coach said that you know, just coming to Ellsworth and sit and, and getting your jet eds and, and spending two years there by transferring in there, you're saving twenty six thousand
2: dollars. Yeah, yeah,
3: and that and that's and that's a prominent Division two school, you know. Um, you know, it, it's just a big savings, and, and people don't see that as a, in the bigger picture and grand scheme of things. Um, and, and you know, or, and also too for a guy like Isaiah, you know, didn't start till eighth grade, right? Um, and He's you know, comes, spends two years for us. And I bet you there's been 30 colleges that have reached out to him. I mean, he's taking division one visits. Um, he's had division one coaches calling about him, you know? So again, it was another way for him to get his name out there and, and, you know, and show, Hey, I'm really division one caliber. It might take me a year or two to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but he is, and he saved money doing it, Mm -hmm. you know? So, In the long run, you know, the benefit is there, but people just frown upon it because it's junior college. And it's 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 hard hard to when you're recruiting to say, hey, we're a junior college. But, you know, if you look at overall what junior college can do for you and set you up, I mean, it's you're almost dumb not to, to to take that route if you can.
2: Mm hmm. When you guys were being recruited by junior colleges, you know, was that something that was in the back of your mind? Was there some hesitation when they first contacted you? Like, Oh geez, here's Ellsworth junior college. Like, I don't know if that's for me or did you already warm up to the idea right
1: away? Um, for me, it was kind of like, I still had kind of like that stigma behind it a little bit, especially like I was talking to other four-year colleges and then, um, I was talking to Ellsworth, right, and then I kind of talked it over with like my parents and stuff. Did some thinking. It's like, yeah, I could go. I could go to a four-year school, um, and it'd be a, a little bit more expensive, and or a lot more expensive depending on where I went. But mm-hmm. um, or because I haven't been wrestling that long, I go to junior college where I'm still going to get uh, tough competition, but now I get two years of experience before I go to a four year, you know, mm-hmm. um, and especially coming from a state that isn't necessarily known for our wrestling.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, it, it's nice to be able to come out here be able to get exposure that way. Um, because I mean, we're starting to get more people out of Idaho that are going division one and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there for a while, like we weren't really a state that. To really look at it that way.
2: Yeah. What about you, Mirzo? Did you ever consider, you know, what did anybody else really reach out to you about coming to their school or talking you into a four-year school instead of
0: I helping? I already told, like about college. I never heard about that, but I just heard from <laughs> last year. I just studied one year after my first year, I find like, I don't remember, like forest school maybe, like they, they they try to like transfer me, but like, I don't know. I'm like kind of person, if I say, I will try to like do this, you know? I like, uh, when I come here first year, I taught uh, like coach, who is the coach for sale? He told me, uh, if I bring you, you will wrestle for me like two years. I never know about college. I told, yeah, I will. I will wrestle two two years. That is why I just stay second year, you know. But <clears throat> actually, and he just uh, left. He just left. We we have a new coach, head coach. And our college tried to find new coach. And that moment, uh, who is the bring-me? First coach, he texts me, like, if you want, you can transfer, like, whatever you want. I'm not working. Just don't worry about this. I thought, okay. I just, like, try to, like, transfer. I'm going to be honest before, like, meet Coach Coronado, you know. <laughs> I just... He's just come and he just changed my mind and changed my like uh, everything. He just opened for me like next door, you know. Uh, for for him and like I have like maybe twenty top twenty division one. I they asking about me, you know, like top 100 percent, like Penn State, Oklahoma, Iowa State. Iowa Hawkeyes, and I don't know, like
3: twenty maybe. Yeah. Wow. Oregon State. Yeah, several schools.
2: Did you get did you catch wind that he might be thinking about going somewhere else there, Coach? Or how did you um, know, or what did you do when you first got the job to make sure that, you know, some of you guys were staying?
3: Yeah, I mean when I first came in. We, my main focus was to build that relationship with the guys. Um, you know, we had we had some, you know, my assistants were still guys that had been there and had, you know, so the first couple of weeks, it was just about getting to know the guys and, and let them know I was invested in them and, and building the program and building them. Um, you know, so I didn't do a whole lot of coaching right away. It was more like, hey, guys, this is who I am. Um, this is how I do things. This is my expectations. And here's what I can help you with, you know, and, and the guys, you know, kind of picked up on that quick, you know, Isaiah was actually the first guy I met my first day on campus. Yeah. You know, so, and the guys, you know, they knew who I, you know, I, I presented the same person every day, you know, they knew when I came into that wrestling room, they were what they were getting. And they, and they bought into that quick and, and, you know, all my guys, all my guys and girls, you know, though, I can't say enough about them. And, you know, just the trust and the respect they put in me right away. And, and we've been pretty successful because of that. You know, I can't, I can't take, take much credit because these kids, you know, guys like Mirzo or Isaiah could have easily been like, I'm out of here, you know, Mm -hmm. but they, they chose to give me a chance and I hope I'm, you know, I'm trying to live up to their expectations too. So.
1: And coach has been a little bit humble because uh, a lot of us really like, actually all of us, I can tell really like him. And uh, a lot of the reason, and the reasons that we decide to stay is because of him and what he's, what he's helped us with. Hmm.
2: yeah um what, what what thing you kind of touched on there is that you're the same person every day uh, yep. athletes what I've learned is that they can smell you know some bullshit yep. you know a mile away so you know if you're not if you're not that same person yeah they'll they'll know but um <coughs>
3: And they know that because you know you can ask any one of the guys. You know I'm <laughs> pretty vocal in the room. You know every day it's it's high fiving. You know let's have a day. Let's let's get better. Let's you know let's achieve our you know our goals and our dreams together. And and I'm just a little part of that for these guys. You know my goal my my job is to get them ready and 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 get them motivated and focused and and they kind of take the reins from there. So like I said, it's just been it's, they've made it easy on my transition in. Um, you know being hired so late and coming into, you know, a school that, you know, has has been has won before and also wrestles in the toughest conference in junior college. You know, so I attribute a lot of things to them for sure. So
2: Yeah, Isaiah, did you ever, you know did it ever cross your mind to maybe since coach left that maybe you should be on your way out too or did you absolutely
1: I thought about yeah. it <laughs> um, it's hard not to you know it's yeah it's hard not to well we had one of our assistant coaches last year he was from from my same town um, in Idaho so like we had that connection there and then our head coach leaves and it's like okay now we're left with with um, one young assistant coach so It's like I don't know. Maybe I'll go back home where it's closer to home, you know, and, you know, just go over there where I know I have people. Um, But like Mirzo said, like I was committed. I'm a man of my word. Um, So like, and I had already, I was already signed and stuff. I'm not going to back out. I'm not going to go back on my word. And my, my mom helped me explain that to some of my friends that were trying to convince me to go back um wow. she said she said uh no I like Isaiah's going there he's going back he's a man of his word and you know she her and my dad are really supportive um about what I do and they really make sure that that I am a good man and that I do keep my word if I decide to go do something yeah
3: and I, I thank the Lord for that because <laughs> I mean, I got, I got two studs out of the out of that. So luckily I, um, luckily they stayed, like I said, luckily, um, those two have been a joy to coach. I mean, you, you should see my, see them with my kids. I mean, just all around young men that work their tails off and, and, and take care of business. So,
2: yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, you, I don't want to say you got lucky, but, um,
3: I I
2: did. You can say I got lucky. A portion of it is also like they bought into you, you know, like as much as they say that, you know, I'm a man of my word. If you came in and you weren't, you know, there, how do I say this? There, there was a way out. If you came in and there was just nothing there, if they did not believe in you, like they could have left, you know? So it was a combination, you know? (laughs)
3: Yeah. Thank the Lord. They didn't. (laughs) And and they and those are just, you know, two two guys to, you know, that I'm thankful that stayed. But there's also several other guys too. You know, we have guys like um, you know, Juan and Diego Eciorder Order who are from Washington, both been ranked highly in the nation all year. Um, you know, we've got a young man, Brent Greenfield, another guy that, you know, probably could have left. And Pegan Carson and, you know, Tristan Barncastle. I could go down the list of guys, you know, these are just you know, these two are big parts of the puzzle but you know there's a lot of pieces to it and and you know they all really bought in and just just are really you know ready to to you know trust me and and get to that next level so
2: how do you guys as a team you know this can be for any one of you um you know as I'm looking over your roster you have a couple kids from Hawaii Tennessee Idaho Uzbekistan Iowa Washington Florida New York I mean how do you (laughs) mesh that many different cultures, if you will, personalities together, like that's, that's everywhere, you know?
3: And I'll, I'll start. And then I'll let those the guys kind of talk on that. Um, It's when we bring in guys and when we're recruiting um, we really make it a, a point to, to have our guys visible and around on those trips, you know, and, and we have them, our guys really put forth the effort of like, Hey, you know, we want you here. This is what we do. This is how we go about life. And, and, and they, they work on building that relationship when the kids here, whether they've known them for 20 minutes or four hours, you know, um, typically I'll let the guys know like, Hey, there's a recruit coming in and every one of the guys on the team go out of their way to say, Hey, what's up? You know, Hey, this is who I am. Um, you know, do you want to come, do you want to come spend some time together? Do you, you know, what are you into? Like they go out of their way, which um, the culture we're building and the family a- aspect of things is, is going in the right direction, you know, and that's what we put forth and that's what we show when these recruits come in. So, and I mean, Isaiah and Mirzo, you guys want to touch on that too? Cause I know you guys, Isaiah, you spend a lot of time with recruits and they come in, you know, a lot of our recruits want to meet Mirzo. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of them know who Mirzo is. I mean, Isaiah's brother, um, Jose Laguna's coming next year, Ta- you know, phenomenal, phenomenal man from Idaho, number one in the co- state out there. And one of his first things he said was, hey, um, some of the guys on the team back home want to FaceTime with Mirzo. So,
2: <laughs> why Mirzo? Why Mirzo? What is uh, it? Well, why
3: Mirzo yeah. is <laughs> Mar- special why man. man. We, like, cannot <laughs> well, speak English like, well, and, you know. And, and, and Mirzo's being, you know, he's – He's also being humble. Mirzo, you know, he's been he's trained at the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club. Um, he's, you know, a six-time national champ back in Uzbekistan. He's best friends with um, you know, guys, you know, that are world medalists and silver and gold. And he's trained with those guys. He's beat silver and you know, world and Olympic medalists. You know, he's he's the guy on the totem pole that everybody wants to, to beat in Uzbekistan. So um, but yeah, I'll, I'll let those guys touch on the other side of things. So go ahead, guys.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I personally attribute a lot of like our team being close, uh, to coach. He helps a lot with that. I mean, us uh, showing up 15 minutes early and kind of getting some time to, to socialize and stuff before practice. Um, I mean, shoot, we all hang out after practice and, and just kind of yeah. hang out sometimes and, Um, he's, he's helped us a lot, just kind of feel more like a family, you know, bringing his, his, uh, his own family to our wrestling, uh, practices or our meets and stuff, you know? So we get to know him as a person, his family and how he is. Um, but also a lot of like team bonding stuff, uh, that we've done and, you know, just kind of hanging out with each other, um, helps out a lot. So
3: yeah yeah i still got uh still got some bruises from when we played team paintball and that was like three months ago so <laughs>
1: Wait, you
2: guys did paintball
3: yeah we did team paintball we uh we ran <laughs> it out the we rented out the whole place to ourselves and we just split up teams and we were there for like eight hours and i was i was sore after my oh, i counted like no. i think I, I think i had forty six bruises on me they thought it was <laughs> fun to to kind of lock coach down and get after coach so <laughs> But no, yeah, we just, we really focus on that family aspect. And I hear it from, I even hear it from, like, a lot of my returners' parents. Like, I posted a photo the other day. Um, we had a phenomenal photographer coming to and take some at our our uh, national qualifier. And all, you know, 15 guys are sitting together. You know, you, they're not split apart. They just want to be around each other. Um, you know, our locker room, we've they have, you know, a pool table and different things in there. So I'll come in and... I'll come in before practice and guys are in there watch some guys are watching Netflix and the other guys are shooting pool. You know, there'll be eight, ten guys and they're just hanging out for and practice doesn't start for two hours. So they just want to be around each other. Um, you know, again, uh I can attribute, like I said, to to those two, but again, you got guys like Brett Greenfield, who, you know, Brent goes out of his way to make sure our recruits that come in are felt wanted and needed, you know. So it's just it's an all around um team effort. So
2: yeah, how do you guys get along? Do you guys take um, uh, buses or um, Suburbans when you go to competition?
3: <laughs> well, we were, we take vans. We take vans. vans. We, yeah. yeah, so 15 pasture vans. Um, but we have been recently, um, we do a lot of fundraising, raising money. Um, so we've been able to afford taking like bigger buses, um, you know, more of like a party bus style. Yeah. but um ones that coaches can still drive and and you know i can attribute a lot of us being able to do that as our administration and like the the people the higher-ups you know our AD and people of that nature they really help us with our fundraising or help get things set up so they've made it a lot easier for me to just kind of coach you know i don't always have to worry about that stuff
2: mm-hmm. what do you guys do on your on your trips then what kind of games do you guys play oh you boys can touch on that i I usually use yeah. my mind so
3: only, only one plane like
0: after after much we we need to like find some good place for
3: it yeah. it's a big it's, it's a big, it's a big plane big, and they play a lot of like um like top three favorite things, or we've played, um, you know, <laughs> obviously some ice Spy, whatever, just stuff that you know, we've got some guys, we've got some guys that love to play chess. Um, my really? guys played a lot of chess against each other, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, we're just, we're, we're a fun group of guys. I mean, <laughs> I love it. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously coaches, a lot of coaches are like, I want to be D one D two coach. And I love where I'm at. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, I'll take the kids that, that people, I don't want to say don't want, but the, that don't pay attention to, I mean, I love those kids. I mean, I would take a hundred Lagunas and a hundred Merzos, you know, I'd take a hundred, hundred Brent Greenfields and a hundred Juan and Diego's and I, you know, Tristan Barncastles and Tegan Carson's. I mean, I'd take them all. I, yeah. I if I could, so.
2: Merzo, are you doing some recruiting in Uzbekistan? Are you, are you talking to some people back home and going, Hey, this American wrestling should come over here and try it out.
0: Um, Already, uh, already I, there was like, uh, this, this year, like earlier, I bring my, like how I can say like brothers, like we grow up together in Olympic center. Mm -hmm. Like I bring like two, my close friends, they 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 are wrestling like uh, um, someone like wrestling NI, like Menlo, Gulam mm-hmm. John and someone Aziz, he's wrestling like I don't know what college he's wrestling. Wyoming
3: or something. Okay. Northwest yep. And uh, uh Gulam John I believe is number one in the country in N A I A. Um and then uh, Aziz is number the number one ranked hundred and seventy four pounder and JUCO. Dang. Uh, both, Mirzo, um, Both of them, gentlemen. Gulam John. Was he? He's a. Is he a world medalist? He's a junior world
0: medalist and he's Olympic team member. He took the seven in Olympic games. He just lost the like six six in uh, uh, semifinal. Like Uguiv, you know Uguiv?
2: What weight's that? Fifty-seven. He yeah, he's from Russia.
0: Yeah, yeah, he just winning, you know. Like last last five second, he just like
3: give the two points. It it was like six six. He just and lost. I believe, I believe Aziz Aziz is a world world medalist. Am I right, Mirzo? Yeah, Aziz.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
3: So yeah, to touch on that, I mean, you know, Mirzo knows. Mirzol's trained with some of the best guys, friends with some of the best guys. Um, Mirzo, do you want to touch on your buddy that um, he actually beat Jordan Burroughs? One of Mirzo's best friends beat Jordan Burroughs. Um uh, Mirzo, you want to touch he, he, Yeah,
0: he, he, maybe, you know, like Big Zot, you know? He already, like, wrestled for college, too. He's all-American, two-time all-American juco, uh, one-time all-American division one. He's, like, two-time Walt bronze and Olympic Games bronze last like Tokyo, he lost to Sidakov in his semifinal.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: He's now he's now like coaching in Harvard
2: at Harvard.
3: Yeah, oh, he is wow. co- assistant coach in Harvard. And and um, that you know, uh, Kelby, that just touches on you know what Juko can do for you. You know, right. um, you know, thinking think back, you know, if you think coming to Ellsworth and training with guys like Isaiah and Mirzo, you know, that just gives you more connections. Um, you know, I mean, look at the, the, you know, Isaiah knows, you know, Ridge, and then you got guys like Mirzo who know world and silver medalists and Olympic medalists. I mean, it just opens doors. Not only are you keeping the price down or you, are you, and then are you getting to, you're getting to fine tune your craft, but you're also making these connections across, you know, all levels. So, um, just another, positive or another benefit of juco
2: yeah how many matches are you are you guys getting in a year would you right,
3: say that? right now um i would say most of our guys are like 23 or 24 okay you know so and that's that's going into the national tournament you know i just watched nebraska wrestle you know and some of their guys are right about the same you know going into the big tens they're at the same same number you yeah. know so we you know, and that's, that's on the lower side of things. I mean, we, we had national duels. We didn't get the, you know, we were supposed to go there we were unable to go, you know, so had we gone there, I mean, guys are at 26, 27 matches right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, like you're saying, that's a lot of exposure. Yeah. You never know who might catch somebody's eye.
3: Well, and, and, and I don't, again, you know, I, <laughs> my guys want to go somewhere. I'll make sure that that coaches knows about them. <laughs> um, I'm the type of coach. If there's a coach at a, an event, I'll go over and grab that gentleman and say, Hey, you got to watch this guy. Mm-hmm. And then the guy watches them. And they're like, Oh my God. <laughs> so um, it, it's it also too. It's about, you know, coaching is not just coaching all the time. You know, it's not just what you're doing in the room for the guys. What are you doing outside of the room? You know, are you helping them, you know, get exposure? Are you making sure they're, you know, mentally. Okay. Are they making sure they're cutting weight the right way or, or just some days the guys just need a listening ear and, and or they, and that's what coaching's supposed to be. So.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you guys self promote a little bit since you know that you're going somewhere probably, you know, in the next year, you know, if this is your last year at Juco, you know, Ellsworth, are you guys self promoting at all reaching out to coaches, you know, or are you letting them come to you?
1: Well, kind of just letting them come to us, but coach, like he said, he's doing a lot of that stuff for us. Like, um, like you said, like if we want to go somewhere, we'll talk to him. He's like, well, you want, you want me to try making that happen? Like I'll I'll get on the phone right now. I'll drop everything, make a phone call, um, or 70 phone calls if he has to. <laughs> you know, so Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Isaiah. I was just saying so. I mean, it's not really just us letting it letting them come. We do do that, too. But um, coach coach takes care of a lot of that for us, um, which is nice because it helps us focus more on our season instead of, uh, you know, trying to promote us. You mm-hmm. know, makes us less less of like businessmen almost and more wrestlers, mm-hmm. student athletes.
2: What about you, Mirzo? Do you do you have to do a lot of promoting yourself? Like, hey, I'm done here in the in the spring. You know, I'm looking for another another place to wrestle. Do you have to do that on your own a lot, or do you have a lot of people asking you what your next go, what your next move? I'm is?
0: gonna be honest; like a lot of people asking from mm-hmm. me, but I just already told coach, coach. I, I don't want to go like, uh, like, like how I can say. It. I don't want to go like a uh, uh, different like uh, state. You know, I'm, I I want to stay like closely. Maybe we will choose like Hawkeyes. Maybe we will choose like uh, Iowa State. I, I don't want to go like uh, actually, like mm-hmm. distance like uh, like. How I can say, like, I'm going to stay, like, in Iowa. Yeah. And, like, clo- closely, like, my family. Like, he's my second family, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, already, I, I I, I, just say, like, uh, coach's wife, I say, mom, you know. <laughs> like, they, they, because they, like, uh, uh, coach's um, children, they say, like, brother, you know, no uncle. They say, like, big brother, my brother. I'm gonna stay here. I don't know. I I I say I said the coach.
3: Maybe we will choose here. You know. Yeah. It, but his options are endless, as are Isaiah's. And yeah, they're like I said, they're just two fine young men. Like it's funny, my kids, my kids will come in the room and they'll run right by me and go right to Isaiah and <laughs> <your Zoe. laughs> Like hey, Dad. Hey. But literally, I'll be like, hey, give me a hug, and straight by me, right to the boys. So,
2: <laughs> how do you guys? balance still competing and still wrestling and getting the job done here in a couple weeks for for nationals while you have other coaches who are like hey you want to come here next year like you're, you're you're kind of almost getting pulled in two directions you know you got a business you got a job to do but then you also have these coaches who are trying to get you to figure out what you're doing in the future you know like how do you stay present rather than trying to look ahead
1: you want to go
0: just who is the asking from me like you want you want to go come for us like next year we have a good like uh like good uh or something say like talking about everything you know we have a good scholarship for you or something but i just like answering everyone coach can i answer after nationals i'm just focusing in nationals you mm-hmm. know i just tell everyone like the same I will choose in nationals now. I am focusing in nationals right now. I'm gonna I'm
2: gonna take this title. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be. A, I guess I'd find that kind of difficult. Personally, I, I would I, I would find that a little difficult. I guess to not worry about what's next. But that's just me, you know. So how do you do that, Merzo? How do you stay? How do you go? You know what, coaches? I'll talk to you. <laughs> I'm not gonna decide yet.
0: I just, I don't know, I know like uh, why I'm getting like not worried because I know I will go somewhere. I don't care. I will go some Division One. I know after Nationals, but now I don't need to choose. And now I am focusing in Nationals. If I will take this title, I know 100% I will go in Division One somewhere. That is why I just focusing here. Like in national cities I'm not answering. Huh. I'm gonna be honest. It's maybe no good, but
3: I don't know. Isaiah, you wanna to touch on that too? Yeah. I mean you you're getting texts and calls left and right too. I mean right. I think I talk I talk to him every day and he's like, Hey, this coach, this coach and and is and reached out, so
1: um a lot of it I mean if I if I do start getting too many and I and I get like Okay, I'm starting to stress out about it. I'll be like, hey, um, I'm just trying to focus on nationals, like Mirzo said, or, hey, can you maybe talk to Coach? uh, Talk to Coach Coronado about it. And, you know, he relays the information I need to know about and uh, without, you know, making me stress out about it. I mean, a lot of – I've been able to speak to more coaches lately because I get my homework done on Mondays. So it's like, I got nothing else for the rest of the week.
3: <laughs> yeah, he, he's a good student. Yeah, we uh, he I don't ever have to worry about it. Like I said, I've said it a hundred times. You don't have to worry about these two. And then it's the same way across the board for all my guys. So,
2: <laughs> What about you as a coach who's getting numerous calls or texts or whatever about your athletes, you know? Like, how do you kind of balance when – kind of let them know, like – you know, Isaiah kind of said, he, you know, coach lets me know what I need to know. know, That's going to be kind of difficult as a coach, I would say too, to navigate that.
3: It is at times. um, But I'm, you know, I've got, and I talk to my guys when the time is right. Um, And I, and I'm upfront with coaches like, Hey, right now our focus is here and our focus is there or vice versa. And I'll have some coaches reach out and say, Hey, um, this is a good time. And I'm, I'm honest. No, it's not. Let, let's, you know, what do you have, what are your goals or what are your expectations, you know, for my, for this young man? And they'll, you know, they'll give them to me and I'll say, well, them winning a national title is some of their expectations or their goals. So let's not have your goals and their goals interfere right now. And, mm-hmm. and I've had a lot of success with that. I mean, I also have a running spreadsheet of every coach that calls. So, you know, I, and, and, you know, I, I'm just, I do what's right for the guys. You know, I, I, I have been with them and I've worked on that relationship with them. So I know when the time is right and which guy I can say this information to, or which guy I can't. And, and, you know, I just, I tell the guys all the time, I, I want you to focus on wrestling and I'll focus on all the other stuff, focus on your schooling and your wrestling and I'll worry about everything else. And, and they've bought into that. Um, So, you know, coach will reach out and say, Hey, is it a good time? absolutely we're on a. you know we we took a couple days off after the um qualifier and I said yeah it's a good time now you know their minds are getting homework done and they're kind of relaxing so yeah it's just being honest man (laughs) that's been the big thing and coaches have been pretty receptive of that
2: so yeah good what um I'm noticing here so you yeah so you just got done with their qualifier um on the 12th which was a week ago so you almost have three weeks three weeks you know, that that seems like a long time between competition, between, you know, um, regional qualifier and the national tournament. So yep. what are you guys doing? You know, this can be an open-ended question for any of you. You know, what are you doing <laughs> as athletes and what are you doing as coaches to make sure that this time is getting used, you know, to the best of your ability? Because, like I said, three weeks is a long time. I don't know. I mean, D2 doesn't have three weeks. I think no. standard is pretty is two weeks pretty much. Two weeks. Yeah. So that,
3: you know, like I said, we got done Sunday um, and this past week, it was more about getting like any every coach is dealing with some beat up guys. You know, it's, it's that grind of the season, getting their bodies right, getting them healthy again, um, mentally getting them. Okay. And, and, you know, maybe some guys didn't place as high as they wanted to at the, at the net qualifier, but still got through. So getting them to realize like, Hey, we're still through, you know, getting that mind good, getting them healthy. And then we really focused early on in this past week on getting that that course load or that those grades or those that work done. So when we get into the following week, we're not so stressed out. You know, we're not worrying about cutting the weight and and working on that homework and et cetera, et cetera. So we just, you know, this week we we did some, you know, it was more, we still worked. We still worked. We put in the time and the effort and we were purposeful in our training, but we gave them some days off, let them relax. Um, and when I say days off, um, they still have an hour of active movement, um, yeah. out 75 minutes. At, so it's not, I mean, but a lot of guys will take that time to maybe get outside, get some fresh air or, um, you know, get up in the, hit the weights or, you know, whatever they need. So, it, it, there's a method to my madness, as yeah. I say uh, every day to the guys. They <laughs> they get sick of hearing it, I think. But uh, Isaiah Merzell, Isaiah you guys touch on that. I mean, go ahead.
2: Yeah, what are you guys doing during this three weeks here to try to get yourself prepared for Nationals?
0: Like, I have a good experience. I've been like 20 countries, like in comp, you know, why I will – why I respect this coach? He's like professional. His way, you know. I just like when I meet this guy, like first time. He's just like trying to like work out for us. Like he just come to for wrestling room. His paper with his paper, you know. He just make the plan. What's we gonna work like for months? For two months? For three months? You know. He has plan. I just like, sees this guy, wow, he's, like, really, he's professionals Because, like, I already thought, I've been, like, 20 country in camp. I was training with the Olympic champs, like, world champs, you know. Like, I feel he's, like, good coach, you know. He's professional his ways. That is why I just trust this guy. What he's just saying, we need to just work out one week or we need to just a uh, couple days, like, off, you know. We need to lift or... I just just trust this guy. You know what he's saying. We will do. That's it. Yeah, I'm just give. I just give myself uh, for this guy. You know what he said. I will do. That's mm-hmm. it. I will. I will like trust. Like result. You know what he's saying. I am doing. That's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> during a long a long break like this, I mean. A lot of it's just like sharpening our our tools, you know. Staying healthy, um, getting rehealthy. I mean, shoot, I go get a massage from our trainer every single day. You know, it's uh, like, I mean, Oh yeah, yeah. Miss Lindy offered it too. Like, like she said, "We're, geez, we're gonna have to give you massages every day." I said, "Yes, ma'am." You know,
3: <laughs> <it's just> like, <laughs> a lot of ice baths. They like their ice ice baths too.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know. Um, yeah. And. and Mirzo, you know, Mirzo is a perfect explanation of it too. like, you know, even though we had some time off, he was still sharpening his tools by, you know, he's doing a lot of rope climbs, you know, Isaiah is in the weight room, Um, you know, we're still doing something, but we're still getting the rest and the mental relaxation because as you know, uh, Kelby wrestling is a lot, lot mental, right? You could, you could break someone mentally or if someone's broke mentally, you're not going to get the results. And, and we spent this past week really trying to build them up again, mentally and, and, and healing them up. Um, you know, Monday, tomorrow we'll, we'll hit the grind again and, you know, we'll have a good, good hard week. And then we're in the nationals, you know, we're in the nationals time. And we, we, we preach the 72 hour rule in our, in our wrestling room, which means 72 hours out. It's no more about, it's no more like, it's more mental after seventy-two hours. At seventy-two hours you're thinking about how am I getting the weight off? Am I ready to go? So we'll spend time in that seventy-two hours making sure the guys are mentally okay, they're healthy, their weights good. Um, and then we let the results speak for themselves. So yeah, you guys got
2: seven guys through
3: seven of eight.
2: Yeah. Seven,
3: seven of eight. Seven of eight. That's and, and yeah, we um and we only had eight, we only had eight guys in the lineup. Um our guy that did not get through um, he actually was up at one thirty three uh, he only weighs like 118 so he's given up 15 pounds. Um, he has all the ability in the world um he's just undersized right now. Mm-hmm. so we are in the process of putting together an RTC this summer. um we've brought in some pretty we, we just brought in a young uh, a young now I don't want to say young but a, a coach who's a world medalist in freestyle um he's phenomenal you know weightlifting guy so he's going to help lead those things and make sure our guys put on you know the right muscle and are doing things the right way all summer um so we're we're setting ourselves up very good for the future
2: yeah it's got to be cool then you know you're probably unfortunately you're gonna miss out on your brother isaiah but um, you know you might be around to watch him compete at ellsworth a little bit huh
1: yeah, um, I'm definitely going to try Try my best to be able to watch him and stuff. Uh, dang, I, I've actually thought about that quite a bit, too. Yeah? <laughs> about, you know, I my brother <laughs> and I, we wrestled together in high school for two years, my my junior and senior year. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were practice partners. Um, he was always smaller than I am, but, you know, we'd push each other and stuff. So it sucks that I can't really get to push him, um, you know, once he's in the— collegiate level necessarily but you know i'm when we go back home for winter break and stuff we'll scrap for sure and you know it's like he he watches all my matches i watch all his matches we give each other feedback and my brother (laughs) my brother's brutally honest with his with his (laughs) feedback like if i wrestle if i wrestle bad like he's i i look at my phone first text message i see like dude you wrestled like shit (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like this is what you should have done this you need to get to this shot like this was there all night like you got to look at that it's like cool so like sometimes we'll sit down together um on like facetime or something we'll talk about our matches you know um so even even if we're not in the wrestling room actually practicing and stuff um coach doesn't really know this but like you know my brother and i we talk about it we talk about um, our wrestling, and we watch our film and stuff, you know. So,
3: and, and his brother—it's funny because his brother's mind, I think, thinks a lot like mine. We Isaiah <laughs> say that Isaiah say that a lot. He's like, you know, Coach. I just got a text message from my brother saying the exact same thing. It's like, see, see, <laughs> I knew. I know what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> How has it been wrestling? You know, do you do you wrestle with Merzo a lot in practice? Um, I do um, when I can.
3: Oh, are you talking to him? Oh, you're talking to Isaiah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, except so we, we both do. We, we both do both as do. much as we can. Let's say it that
2: but way. I was, I was curious because, you know, Isaiah just said he wrestled his brother a lot in high school. And now I'm wondering what it's like wrestling Merzo, who probably wrestles in a more freestyle manner. So it's probably got to be a challenge for you sometimes when you're in on a shot and he's giving you – you know, he's crotch lifting you or something, you know. Yeah,
1: if, if I can get in on a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's let's see, I mean, Mirzo's lighter than my brother, typically, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and my brother have wrestled long my brother and I have wrestled long enough to where we kind of figure each other out sometimes. Um, so the matches between my brother might go a little bit more, I'm winning. Um <laughs> But that's just also like an older brother type of thing. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Mir- and I haven't really scrapped all that much this year, um, but we did a little bit during off season last year, and I'm looking forward to hopefully doing it um, when we start that RTC program to be able to wrestle him a little bit um, and get some of his some of his wisdom. He's a I like to to learn from him and I listen to what he says cause I know it's important. You know, he's a steady, um, just old man, <laughs> 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 you know, so he's, he's wise about, about a lot, you know, so I like to listen to him. Um, you know, he teaches me a lot of technique too, that way, uh, just listening, but also he'll watch me wrestle and he's like, brother, let's work on this. You know, like, um, work on getting your shots this way, work on this tie. When you're in this tie, you want to do this, you know, so it's like, he helps a lot that way, even if we're not wrestling.
0: That's
1: mm-hmm. yeah, gotta be nice having a bunch of different people watching
2: you and giving you feedback on your wrestling. Mhm. I always told
0: him, if you using your power, you can break like everyone, you know, yeah. he has too much power. I don't know. Not only he's, but and. Actually, in American guys, I just American guys has like uh, power and conditioning too much. You know, I never lift like this guy. Like uh, we have like 125 pounds or 133 guys like they lifting more than than me. I never like (laughs) learn lift. I just do like pull ups, push ups and ropes already. We haven't ropes in my like wrestling room. The coach made for me, you know, like three months, yeah, three months ago, he just made for me like ropes, you know. I just doing ropes every practice. I always like told Laguna, like, if you like using your power, bro, no one can beat you, you know. Just it's real. I'm gonna be honest. If he can really like using rightly his power, no one can beat this guy. No one. I never meet like this power, you know. <laughs>
2: so, where where do you get your power from then, Mirzo? Because you have to have some some power too. But
0: I don't know, but like I like when I wrestle, mm-hmm. always like when I compete with it like someone, I don't care. But I feel always like my partner has too much power. I feel like I have, I hasn't, like, I haven't power, I think. Like, I always wrestle, like, uh, I-, I always, like, use my technique, I but, but, but I don't know. Like, like, I'm not
3: feeling I'm a good power, you know? I don't know, he, like. He's got a grip. He, he grabs your, he grabs your arm or your, or your wrist or whatever. You're, you're not getting it back. It's, it's, it, I remember the first day I went with him. I mean, I was in the room for maybe 48 hours and I go to get my hands on him and, gets my wrist and I think, oh I'm good. I'm gonna get this out and there I go, flying through the air.
1: So Well and then the other thing about him is like like he can get to his two on one. It's like, oh I feel like I can get out of this. Like I'm stuck.
4: Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: he, he his technique is what helps him a lot. Um he says he doesn't have power, but I mean he does. He's, and a lot of it comes from from his technique and the way he uses his body and, and, uh, you know, it's his moves and stuff. So. I didn't know. Um,
2: I guess I should have known that coach Coronado scrapped with you guys. You guys both wrestle with him every once in a while.
1: It's tough to get my head. Coach Coach and I wrestled once and then he won't, he won't wrestle me anymore. (laughs) Really? He's he's, he's a little big for me.
3: (laughs) I've never, I've never wrestled like a 97 pounder. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> what well about you, and, Rizzo? Do you wrestle, I, coach?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I was wrestle with the coach. I told coaches, like he's fast. You know, I don't know. He's faster <laughs> than me. He's just moving fast. I never like move. And, like my style, always like like uh, step by step, like uh, slowly. You know, like take two on one or something. But he's moving like fast. You know, like. <laughs> I always, like, getting confused
3: what what leg I need to, like, defense, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he grabs my arm, and I can't
2: get it back, and I'm yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys, um, you know, we kind of touched on it earlier. Do you guys wrestle somewhat with a chip on your shoulder because, you know, maybe you weren't as highly recruited as these other kids that, you know, are probably going to other bigger schools, you know? Is that kind of a collective thing where you guys feel like you're the underdog?
1: For me, um, I I don't really think so all that much. I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, get to the next level, um, you know. But before all that, I'm trying to, you know, just better myself. Like I said, I'm, I'm still pretty green um, or at least new to the sport. But it's just having fun for me. If I, if I'm having fun while I'm wrestling, I'm wrestling better.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Are you? you know, and I, and I, I love this sport, you know, so it's like, um, I did a lot of off season basically since I started taking it serious. Um, my, cause I didn't start taking wrestling se- like super serious until my junior year. And then now it's like, I bar- hardly ever get off the mat. Shoot. I, I switched my, my work schedule this last summer just so that I could wrestle more. I was like, (laughs) "When did you? When did you
2: think you were going to start wrestling at the next level?" Then Isaiah,
1: probably honestly not till my senior year. Um, my junior year, like I said, I started taking it serious. I started wrestling more off season (laughs) and stuff, but I hadn't heard really anything from other coaches Mm -hmm. or from coaches at all. You know, so it was like my senior year, and I was already a two time state placer by that point. Um. So it's like, I'm just trying to wrestle wrestle my best and try to go on to the next level. So it's like, I decided my junior year that I was going to start working for it. You know, and that's where it all started. And then here I am, so. So hold up. So you you started wrestling in eighth grade and your
2: sophomore year, you were a state place winner?
1: Yeah, my sophomore year, I got sixth my junior year I got third and then my senior year I uh, was a uh, I got second wow so you you yeah.
2: picked on it pretty pretty quick
1: yeah yeah I and I started doing off season my freshman year but I was just like having fun it was like a, a new sport I'm just trying to learn you know so it's like um and I was a pretty big I've been the same weight since like my eighth grade year No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I think when I started wrestling, I was like 200 pounds, Mm -hmm. you know, and I wrestled 195 um, for three and a half years of my high school season. My senior year, we bumped me up to 220 and at the state tournament, I weighed in at like 205. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like.
2: You know, the good thing they say about, um, kids who start later on is they don't have any bad habits, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, did you feel like when you started wrestling, you, you didn't have those poor habits of standing up without hand
1: control or,
2: you know, shooting with your head down, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. And, and a lot of it's like, I watch a lot and I learn from, from example, and I learned by doing it. Um, my eighth grade year, I was able to do pretty good because I was an eighth grader. So I had a little bit more strength. I was still like a bowling ball. <laughs> um, but I had a little bit more strength and my, my freshman year, I started getting a lot better coaching. Um, I had good coaches in eighth grade, but my, my high school coaches were super good. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, they coached Ridge lovett to his stat to yeah. what he's at too. So, um, <laughs> and then our club team over there, super good. So it was just a lot of mat time and just being able to learn and, um, and like you said, learn the right way instead of, oh, I'm picking this up because I see all these other people doing it or this is how I think it's supposed to be done. Like, no, it's and I, like repeat what I have to do. And um, <clears throat> heck, there's even sometimes like this year where I've I've done some stuff where I train it in my head and um, I wrestle, I do it and I'm like, OK, that doesn't work. <laughs> so I start drilling a, a different way. And, you know, I was just like teaching myself, coaches, teaching me and just watching film.
2: Yeah. What about you, Marzo? So, I mean, you're one of the older guys, you know, you're like, what are you, what are you, 28? You know, <laughs> so 27, 27, all right, so 27 <laughs> years old, you know um, you know, what's it like being kind of the old guy on the team?
0: I don't know like I was just start like when I was five years old practice. Yeah. Like uh my brother took to me for wrestling, but I was started seriously like when I was like eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember but I don't know oh I can answer. <laughs> <laughs> when when is it you-
2: you started it's,
0: wrestling when you were five? Yeah. Yeah. When I was, start, like, five years old. Yeah. I was, like, 40 pounds, maybe.
3: <laughs> yeah. When I was 40 pounds. Yeah, maybe, yeah, 40
4: pounds.
3: hmm He just brings a lot of wisdom and a lot of, like, the, you know, being the older guy on the team. He's, yeah. He's able to really – um you know, help keep the guys grounded and not nervous and, and show the right way to train and eat. And he's just been through it, you know? So, so the guys, you know, can look at him and say, Oh, okay. If Merzell's doing it this way, it's probably the right way.
2: Yeah. We asked him, he's, he's 27. So, you know, like he's, he's the older, older guy on the team. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: But, but you, you know, but it, he leads the right way. You know, you would think being an older guy, he might not have the time or the, or the want to, you know, deal with the younger, younger guys or the, you know, the choices younger guys make or whatever, you know, but he's the first one to hold them accountable, you know, or he's the first one to say, Hey, that's not going to work. Or that's not the right thing to do. Or, you know, and, and the guys listen, you know, because they, they want to get to his level and they know what he's been through. So and, and if he's saying it, you know, I think Isaiah touched on it earlier. If he's saying it, it's probably the right way or the right thing. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. How do you, Merzel, how do you earn the respect being from a different, you know, being from a different country, you know, how do you get the respect of people when you come into the room and be like, yeah, I know I'm from Uz- Uzbekistan, but I've been, you know, world games, Olympic games, I've been around the best of the best.
0: Like, I'm a religion guy, you know, like, religion, like, teach me, uh, become, like, good man, you know, become, like, uh, good, good friendship, you know, like, uh, like uh, my first coaches, they told me, like, I told already, I'm training, like with Olympic champs or world champs, they always, like, when we come, like, wrestling room and all coaches, like, they say, like, you Olympic champ, when you getting up in podium, when you getting down, it's no, like, no Olympic champ, you know, like, it's only this day, you like great athlete, but, next day it's like s- similar you guys like like same guys you know it's like uh, that moment you like champ you can feel champ okay I'm good just one day next day it's same routine same respect uh, who cares you who you are just be good person that's it wow. like coaches like told us always like this. I don't know. I just learn from them. Mm-hmm. That is why I don't care who, what his level or something, you know, you must respect just be man. Let's say.
2: Wow. Yeah. True that. Yeah. It's a good way to look at it. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> basically whatever, yeah. Whatever success you have, Yesterday doesn't mean you're going to have the same success today or the next day. just,
0: yeah, exactly.
2: Got to get back to work. Yeah. No. All right. Anything else you guys want to add? I don't know. Um, did we touch on everything you wanted to there?
3: Well, you know, it's, you know, like I said, you know, we've touched on the JUCO level and, and the benefits and, yeah. you know, I, I want people to know, you know, and I, I guess I can say specifically Ellsworth, you know, you choose yeah. to come to Ellsworth and, and you, you're going to be set up for success. You know, we're going to help you graduate. We're going to make sure you're ready to go when you go on to your next level. Our administration, our AD, people are going to make sure you're good to go. And it's not going to just be me. You know, um, it, it's Ellsworth in general is a place where, you know, I got, I walk around campus and I have kids from other teams calling me coach and, and my guys do that my guys do that for other, you know, other coaches on campus. You know, we have, if, if there's a situation where I can't handle, um, I can reach out to several different coaches and they'll handle it, help me handle it or, or, or handle it themselves. So I just want people to not forget about the JUCO level, you know, across all, you know, all, all avenues, whether it's saving money, um, putting yourself in a position to to be successful for when you go to the next level um maybe you need some guidance um it's also a good way to make your connections um it's a good way to um you know maybe you know guys that are coming further from home you know perfect example isaiah and, and mirzo you know mm-hmm. they they were able to still have a home away from home um you know so the things are there the, the juco is a positive way to go um and and don't just don't try to get rid of that stigma Try to make it, um, you know, look at the benefits, not the negatives. So,
2: yeah, I'm even just trying to think of the negatives. I I don't, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like- and,
3: and, and I mean, like I, you know, we touched on, you know, we wrestle in one of the toughest conferences. If I would say the toughest, yeah. we had 30, there's 33 guys ranked right now in the country in just our conference. So out of a hundred and they only ranked the top 10. So over a third of the guys ranked in the country are in our conference. You know, so last you can go
1: top 10 at the national tournament. Like, what's that? Last year, we all finished in the top 10 of the national tournament.
3: Yeah. And I believe 10 of the wow. 20 national, 10 of the 20 national finalists last year were from our conference. Wow. You know, so it, we're right there, um, you know, yeah. and, and don't bat an eye on, you know, if you, if kids want to come and, you know, give it a shot and they want to help, help get into the next level, you know, you could reach out to, anyone at a Duco level or, you know, specific uh, to Ellsworth's horn a little bit, but, you know, give me a call, call Ellsworth. Um, like, you know, we said earlier, I was speaking to you. There's guys from 19 different States at Ellsworth right now, or will be at Ellsworth just on the wrestling team alone. So you're, you're going to have some sort of similarity by if you do choose to come to Ellsworth. So,
2: yeah. And I'm just, I was taking a peek. So like, you know, Iowa Western's in your conference and so is Iowa central. Yep. Right. I mean, I think it's some of the guys who went through Iowa central, you know, like and wrestled there and Iowa Western is now starting to build something like these junior colleges are starting to build some pretty good programs and they're, you know, they're getting kids in and getting them shuffling them to the next level.
3: Yeah. And, you know, and you touch on Iowa Western, I got to bring this up. We wrestled Iowa Western giving up two forfeits and we only, and we only lost 28, 25 when they were ranked number one in the country. Wow. Yeah. so and we gave him 12 so came down a heavyweight and you know didn't go our way um but again you know we're, we're also building something special at ellsworth I, across sure. all juco all coast across all Juco it's a is, is special <laughs> right now so you know juco level like i said it, it can can help open some avenues and some doors if you get in the right position or the right place
2: did you have somebody on your team that was edwin cooper did he go to Juco route?
3: Yes, Edwin Cooper did. He wrestled at Iowa Central. Um, okay. Then then went on to uh, to Upper Iowa, you mm. know, national finalists, and ended up being a starter for Iowa.
2: Yeah, and then Brennan Swaffer is the other one that came to mind immediately. Yep. Who went to
3: greatsman. You, you know, know, we had um, – you know, I could go through the D2s. You know, we had um, several mm. guys, you know, ended up at Upper Iowa because it's not far. Um, you, know, ended, you know, Justin Foley, he ended up mm. being a guy that was, you know, multiple All-American there. We just – juco juco can help you um it it can especially if you know right away you're not getting the recognition or you don't have the money to go you know to a different level
2: yeah true true it's just it's another route like you're saying it's just another route that's available for good wrestlers to go and continue their their careers you know yes and there's some
3: there's some high level coaching being done too at the juco level so yeah
2: yeah and Ellsworth is on their way.
3: Yeah, so. we're going to yeah be on the lookout for us coming next few years. Um, even this year, um, you know, this year we're going to surprise some people at the national tournament. We're a tournament team right now, and our guys are gamers. Um, over the next few years, we've got, we're going to be, we're going to be tough. You know, we've got, we've signed a four-time state champ. Um, we've signed multiple state place winners out of Utah. We've got the younger Laguna brother coming in. We return guys like Juan Esiordia and Brent Greenfield and Tegan Carson, who who are all national qualifiers this year. You know, so we're going to be scary in the next couple of years. But uh, look out come March. We're going to we're going to put our put us on the put us on the map for sure.
2: Yeah, I'm actually I'm looking at it. So March 3rd and 4th, that's a Friday, Saturday. That's in Council Bluffs. You betcha. All right, hopefully we can see you there. Yeah.
3: i i am probably going to go now. <laughs> yeah. You might have to. And you, now you'll know a few guys, you'll get to see
2: a few guys down there and you'll be like, Hey, I know those two. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, I thought Ellsworth, maybe it was, maybe it has been a few years, you know, 10 years or so, but I thought Ellsworth used to be a powerhouse too in the Juco level, you know? Yeah.
3: yeah so. And, and, and they were, and, and, and we're still very consistent now, yeah. but we're going to get back to that level. Um, we, we're going to be there and we're going to be consistent for years. Like I said earlier, you know, we have the right kids coming in. We have the right backing from our, you know, our AD and our administration. I could, you know, I can't speak highly enough about what, you know, the support they've given, given me this year. And, you know, and, you know, Nate Forsythe's been helpful. I could go down the list. Um, it's just been, it's been consistent. So, and, and it takes, we, we really preach the idea of, you know, a house is built, with the studs first you know so if everything if the main framework is working everything else will come together it may take a little bit of time but it's going to happen so but i wanted to touch base on you know our 25 pounder and then talk about our girls program too we didn't really talk i didn't get to bring that up a little bit so
2: right right yeah go ahead so 25 yeah. pounder what's what's the story on him
3: yeah so our 25 pounder man uh Kaden um waterloo kid right? Fresh out of Iowa. Um, coming out of high school, he, you know, he had some D2 offers, some different, you know, he had some different opportunities. Um, he chose Ellsworth primarily because he, he's in a band, man. So he's kind of a kid who does it all. He's a, uh, he's a rocker. Wow.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, you know, a kid carries a 3.8 GPA. Um, he, I mean, when we're, or his cool down is like my, you know, my, my starting up, <laughs> you know, he, he doesn't stop, you know, um, again, I've talked about a lot of my athletes and with him in general, it's again, another kid, I want him. I want a million of them. You right. know, we talked, we've really, you know, what's been nice with him is he's had some good talks. And one of the things he brings up, or one of the things we talk about is like setting that standard for what 125 is going to look like at elsewhere for years to come. Mm-hmm. um you know he was a blood rounder last year and this year he's got that goal of being an all-american or a national champ and and he's he's just a, doing it all I don't know you know like I said I think we've talked about guys like you know our Diego's and our Juans and these you know our Isaiah's and Mirzo's and Brent's and Teagan's and you know and kind of our we talk about it we have our you know you're you're only as good as you start. Right. And, and when you have a guy like Caden Carton starting out night in and night out, it doesn't get a lot better. Um, kid who's had you know multiple offers to compete at the next level too. So, um, just a great kid, you know, again, a kid that chose the Juco route when he could have chose so many other options and it, and it came down to, you know, Juco was a good fit for him. I mean, um, what we were able to offer and what we were able to the position we were able to put him in, um, you know, and set him up for the future, you know, was right. And, and, and like I said, he's it's, it's a kid that's looking at going to upper Iowa or going to these different places. And Caden's GPA man was good enough to go anywhere he wanted to go, um, out of high school. And then he came here and took care of business and there's a few schools that are looking at him that, you know, they threw out a number of you know coming to JUCO and going to Division two school. He could save upwards of twenty grand. You know, twenty grand is a large number, right? It's a large, you know large large number. So if you're able to knock off twenty grand and get better at what you're doing for two years, I mean, you're crazy not to,
2: right? Mm-hmm. It's funny, you know. Since we spoke the first time, um, it's interesting because I've seen a couple people like on Twitter or even you have commented on Facebook like some athletes don't have offers and they're looking for a place to go. And they, they've put on Facebook or they put out there on Twitter, like, Hey, I'm looking for a place to go. And I think the Portillo brothers were one of them who were like, go the Juco route. You know, it's just interesting that since, you know, that last time we talked real quick, that athletes, I, I, I feel like they kind of are overlooking or they're not considering it as much when there's like Juco, We're like, yeah, come here, man. We'll, we'll take you, you know, it was just a coincidence. It was kind of crazy.
3: Yeah. And we're going to help you better your craft and, and, you know, and Mm -hmm. we're going to help you get to the next level. I mean, I am fielding multiple calls daily about guys here, you know, and and even some of our our freshmen, like, Hey, what's he doing in two years? You know, so you're going to get noticed. And if you're in the right place with the right coaches at the juco level, they're going to help you get noticed too, you know, and you're going to better. you. Yeah, you know, it's a good place to become a better person too. With the yeah. right, with the right people around you, you're going to be successful. So.
2: Yeah. And it's, and it's just a different ball game also from, from high school to college. Now you have, like you just said, you have you're fielding calls from coaches who are like, Hey, how is he at the collegiate level taking care of business in the classroom and, and taking care of business on the mat? You know, that's, you're on your own. <laughs> like,
3: you know. yeah. Yeah. And, Yeah. Learning how to kind of manage that time, you know, manage your time and doing things the right way. You know, Um, one of the things we've implemented here at Ellsworth is we're very involved in in giving back to the community. You know, we do a lot of we do a lot of uh, volunteer work Um, just this past, um, you know, Valentine's Day. We went up to the retirement home and we wrote out 180 Valentine's Day cards and just spent time with people in the community. Um, you know, we volunteer at the local elementary, you know, some of the churches, um, we've talked about implementing things like man Monday, you know, teaching kids on Mondays that life skills, you know, how to tie, a tie, um, you know, working with the bank and having the bank come in and talk to about credit and what mortgage and interest rates. So Juco is a good route, like to just become a better person and and better prepare yourself, you know? Um, and we're doing that, you know, and maybe it's, I, I can't speak for every Juco. But I can tell you at Ellsworth, we are going to create better young men. Um, you know, this first semester, you know, my first semester here, our team GPA was was the highest it's been in a long time. Um, you know, we had a yeah. we had nine of our nine of our eleven guys, you know, are you know getting awards for grades. We had guys making a dean's list, you know, just doing things the right way. And I can't speak for every JUCO, but mm-hmm. I know if you find the right fit, you're gonna be successful. Absolutely. So
2: yeah, and you were you had a study table the other day, so obviously I think quite a few, you know, colleges do that same thing, too, though. But, yeah, I mean, that that's important. That's and, a big
3: deal. And, the and the guys kids buy kids. into that, you know. Yeah. Our guys are buying into that. You know, they come in, and right away they'll set their phones down, and they they, they focus and get their stuff done. You know, and and that's, again, you know, Ellsworth. Um, and, you know, I can speak on Ellsworth. It's a great fit for the Juco mm-hmm. route. Um, I can speak about what we have, the people surrounding, not just in our program, wrestling program, but on this campus. Um, I could go, I can talk about people like Adrian Stietzma. Um, I can talk about, you know, guys like Roger Luco and Craig Juleps, Beth, Beth Leto and Tara Miller and, and Cindy Eulenberg. Cindy uh, These are all people that kind of keep the engine running. And they do a phenomenal job about it. And then you got Nate and then you got a provost, Barb, you know, Juco route again, you know, I've really stressed this. It's it's, it it really creates that environment to be successful and help kids get to the next level. I know at Ellsworth in general.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it also just gives them a chance, you know, you, when other schools or whatever might not take a chance or they have to, you know, find their own way to pay financially, you know, JUCO might be yep. or Ellsworth in general could be the better route to, like you said, save money, maybe even get a little money here and there and uh prove the doubters wrong basically.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. That's like that's great. Prove the doubters wrong. And that's what a lot of our a lot of kids at JUCO, that's what they're doing. You know, I mean they're they're proving to people that they're good enough.
2: So mm-hmm yeah so and then and, yeah the girl the women's program yeah
3: our wo- our women's program you know um it, within our conference it's it's new this first year um mm-hmm. you know we started we kind of jumped in with our feet full you know full, fully <laughs> in you know and you know coming in our, our numbers were down yeah um and they, you know and unfortunately they've been down all year you know we um we'll have one girl competing shaley vandenberg um this girl man i'll tell you what um we found her in the lunchroom <laughs> um at ellsworth? at ellsworth she was in the lunchroom and i um myself and isaiah um we just kind of keep kept kind of nagging her i guess and we got her in you know got her paperwork done did everything we needed to make sure she was good to go and um i mean this girl's made leaps and bounds leaps and bounds right now um i i she's gonna she's gonna set the world on fire this weekend i think people will be surprised Mm -hmm. um and then you know to build off that so far we've got seven girls committed for next year all right um we had two girls on visits yesterday yeah we had two girls visit yesterday um we have girls coming from tennessee girls coming from kansas georgia you know so we're looking to have probably 15 to 20 girls next year to go wow. from one solid. Yeah. One girl to, to that. And it's, again, we're just giving girls opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to, you know, wants an opportunity and, and, and we're doing that. And, you know, Shaley's kind of helping spearhead that um, again, we talked today, her and I, and she kind of gets to set that standard for our girls team. You know, she's, she's the first, she's won the first match in school history. Um, she's going to be the first national qualifier, national wrestler, you know, things of that nature. So we have some phenomenal, our, our guys are, are phenomenal in supporting mm-hmm. her. Um, you know, we have a, we have a young man. Um, his name's Austin. Um, he is really kind of stepped up and kind of, you know, tr- he's starting to make that transition to freestyle himself because he's uh-huh. with her 24 seven, you know? Um, and, and then as coaches, we're really, we're, we're jumping in, you know, too, and, and making sure and not like this girl can, has got a gut wrench for a girl that just learned a gut <laughs> wrench three months ago, I mean, she can run a gut wrench. Um, mm-hmm. She's got, she's, she's got some skills. And like I said, just a girl that, you know, didn't really have the opportunity. We found her. We're like, come wrestle. And she's doing it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, she's spearheading that pro our program moving forward. Our recruits are coming in. She's meeting them. And like the connections there, you know, cause again, we're preaching with our team, the right things, you know, and and she's demonstrating that and, and we've already signed like I said, multiple girls with more girls coming to visit. I mean, we had two on a visit yesterday, you know, and we've got, you know, we, we've signed a, we signed a pretty big name out of Iowa that I think, wow. you know, once that comes out, people are going to be pretty surprised. Um, awesome. multiple, multiple times, state placer, multiple state finalists, mm-hmm. um, multiple medalists at AAU state, you know, we've, um, we've got, a a girl coming out of another country who uh, trains at a, um, at the Olympic training center somewhere. Um, we've nice. got her lined up, you know, so we're doing some things. And again, you know, the JUCO route is just giving people opportunities. We're just giving these girls opportunities and and hopefully within two years, they're able to go to places like Iowa or, you know, if you and I starts a program or it's just a good starting starting place for them
2: yeah a quick question about the Juco route in it being two years and then two years I feel like that might cause a little little pause maybe in some some people's eyes they don't want to just stay for two years they feel like that's just you know they'd rather do the whole four years but I feel like what you're doing at Ellsworth anyway in that two years you can accomplish so much and create such a uh, a family environment for these people that they they really feel like these two years is is special you know
3: yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's all about routine and consistency and making yeah. a purpose a purposeful day. You know, we, we preach getting purpose out of every day, you know, and that's what we're trying to do. Like coming here for two years or going to anywhere JUCO, you you, you learn the purpose, you know, putting as much as you can in each day. You know, we talk about, you can't have a great day and miss classes, you know, yeah. and then think it's going to transition well into the wrestling room or you can't, do things the wrong way all day long and think you're going to have a great practice or be great in the classroom, you know, or stay up late and not get the right sleep. So, you know, that Juco route getting those two years and, and making some lifelong memories too. Right. It's super beneficial. um, You know, and I mean, I, you know, being a first year, being new here, I, I went to a couple opens and I've touched base with some old Ellsworth, you know, wrestlers Um, guy comes to mind. Uh, uh, national champ at heavyweight for Mankato. You know, talk to him at an open and he still he brought up, you know, the the memories he had here at Ellsworth, you know, and and the impact it made on him here. So Mm
4: -hmm.
3: that that just shows that you can get something out of here. I mean, he came here all American for us, goes and wins a national title, Division Two. I mean, he came here and took care of business and saved some money. Put himself yeah. on the map, you know, and put us on the map too. So.
2: <laughs> yeah. Was that just the one that just recently won the national title?
3: Yep. Yep. Um, uh, they call him Debo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's he's a phenomenal young man. Great person. Great young man. Very definitely a definition of, of what, you know, Ellsworth is trying to do with our athletes. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we're going to continue to do, kind of create that tradition here and, and that family atmosphere. And, you know, again, you know, it, the smaller atmosphere too helps because all the parents know each other you know all the administration knows my athlete i have some of the best parents and the most supportive parents right now and and it's going to continue that way because again that that atmosphere that you create it kind of rolls over so the parents now are kind of with the newer parents and vice versa just like a wrestler would be you know
2: reach yes you know and when you you say about an administration and like wrestling needs needs that and and it's so awesome when you have the when when everything comes together like a big family like that you know at a smaller school it happens a little more uh naturally because it is a little bit smaller school you're gonna kind of just meet everybody a little easier you know
3: yeah it's 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 been cool um it's been great to experience and be a part of like I said from 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 Barb Kleiner Provost all the way down to like Like even, even our, you know, down to everyone. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a family environment here. I mean, I love my interactions with the basketball team. are great. You know, my football team here, you know, you think wrestling and basketball, they're not going to interact, but man, I, even though basketball, the coaches are great with my athletes. If if my athletes need something and I can't get to them right away, one of them coaches steps up, you know, Mm -hmm. or vice versa, you know, and, and that's what you get out of the Juco route. Again, like I said, you know, um, that JUCO route, I cannot say enough about it. Cannot say enough about JUCO in in general and and Ellsworth in general. You know, I can't speak for every school, but Ellsworth, maybe I'm a little biased. (laughs) Things things here are going the right way and the right direction and the support is just unreal. You know, it's just unreal from top to bottom. So,
2: yeah. Wow. How did it all? I guess now I'm just curious. How did like how did it all start? Like what did you have this vision or what?
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I did. Um, and I, I'm I kind of got a game plan. Um, yeah. and I, 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 pencil it out and, and I, when I say I pencil it out, I legitimately do. <laughs> um, I have, I have goals for myself and goals for the, you know, the college and, and my athletes and, And we're, we're staying on track. Um, You know, obviously sometimes you got a little, you divert a little bit, but it's, it's figuring out how to get back. and, And that's where, when I can't figure out how to get back on that path, everybody else here on campus helps me everybody from top to bottom. And it's the same for our athletes across the board. Like I said, whether it's a basketball coach stepping up or it's, or if it's our, 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 highest of highest, you know, that's, you know, or Nate our AD or, you know, like I said, the, the ladies in the financial aid office or, you know, Roger Lugo or Craig Julis or, um, you know, Cindy, I mean, it, it, they, we take care of each other. So. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. And I guess the last thing I want to say is you, didn't you, you, you had a birthday. Just the other day.
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little guy. Yes. Little guy, little guy turning one. I One. Uh, yes.
2: Deal.
3: And then I got a so I got a one year old. Mm-hmm. My daughter just turned four. Yep. Um. She actually's wrestling now. It's all the right. cutest thing. Cutest thing in the world. <laughs> um. And then I have my son who's gonna be six. Mm-hmm. Um. He, he's really into wrestling, man, and he's in the wrestling room all the time. Mm-hmm. So so you know just the other day we we're wrestling and he did something that I showed in the wrestling room. I'm like, bud, you're five. You're not, you're going to be six. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> um, he, he hears me say study tables. So he's always at, he's like, dad, I have study tables tonight. I got to do my homework. <laughs> you know, um, he's, my kids are in singlets 24 side. I walk in the house and all three of my kids are in a singlet. So.
2: Even um, a you, know, do you have a one-year-old singlet.
3: Yeah. I have, I had an Ellsworth Panthers one made. Um, so um, he, he fills it out pretty well. He's uh, he's a pretty, his name's Carver. Uh, I'm a big supporter of Iowa Hawkeyes wrestling. So yeah. my wife, you know, when he was being, we were getting ready to figure out a name, my wife goes, you're wrestling through and through and you love the Hawkeyes. So why don't you just name them Carver? So, Thank you. <laughs> so <Thank> you, Kayla. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, I, I, I want to appreciate you having me on you know, um, it means a lot. And like I said, you know, I just wanted to really touch base on Ellsworth and that, and the Juco route. And, and I, and I thank you. So,
2: yeah, of course, no problem. I, I just wanted to say, yeah, I appreciate you coming on here. And I just thought it was very ironic or a coincidence. I don't know. I get them confused that, you know, we talked and then right away I saw these posts from these athletes about wondering where they should go and be like, Hey, I haven't been talked to by coaches and it's like, you go, you know, go the division two route, go the Juco route. Yeah. And- you know, you don't have to go division one. That's obviously no. the goal and everyone's goal, but it's fortunately not realistic. No. And everybody, it, it, but Juco can help you get there.
3: Yeah, it can. I mean, like I said, we got four guys that are believing us after this year and all four um, will likely be division two or division one.
2: And that's what, 25% of your team?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we had 11 guys when I got here.
2: So yeah. Four so, out of 11 is, yeah, that's what, that's 33% almost. Yeah.
3: More 33%, than 33%, you know, all, so it's possible and it can be done, you know, with the right, with the right environment and the right support, you know, like, like Ellsworth or like any, you know, any Juco, it, it can be done. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, just, you know, my advice would be, don't, don't, don't not give it a chance just because right. it's not, it's not what's talked about, I guess.
2: Right. All right. Well, yeah, again, thanks Mirzo and Isaiah for, t- for doing this. i Now sit down you know, and do. talking about your journeys as well. Cause that's what it's all about. So.
3: You know, Hey, to end it, be on the lookout, my man. Um, Both these two are going to be making some noise, after, even like I said, in March, but even after March um, mm-hmm. as they continue their careers, you know, I would recommend keeping some tabs on them. You're going to, I will. Yeah. You know, and and even and then when they go to, you know, don't be afraid to let them know when they go wherever else next that you might need a shirt or two.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or, you know, maybe hop on the podcast again and just talk about how things are going, you know, as well. So because the other thing is there's a lot of people who are in your shoes or who are going to be or who have been who are looking for some sort of guidance, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's the other thing. Uh, i i like to do out of this podcast is whoever listens might be doing the same thing you're going through isaiah or Merzel, you know appreciate it good luck all to right you. We'll you thank that. you so much kelby we appreciate it <laughs> yeah thanks guys
3: yep take thanks. care thanks thanks much. appreciate it yeah yep. bye
2: Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Special thanks to my guests, Victor Coronado, Mirzo Kayetov, and Isaiah Laguna for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and my brand new Facebook page to hear more of my content. I also have a new website you can visit at letstalkwrestling.com. Podcast.my.canva.site. And as always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Take care, and we will see you next time.